thanks for clicking. You're listening to Time In. Yours truly, Tommy Crenshaw. With me is always the motel balcony scaling, Mr. Ricardo Lungers. Yo, as, as I've, you know, we reached a, a higher age, you know, I can't do that as much as I used to. But, yo, I, I, in, my, in my younger days, you know, I used to do that. You know, the kids nowadays would call that parkour. You know, I mean, personally, I was just trying to find a room that didn't have anybody in it. You know, you know, free motel room. You know, I mean, that's uh, a hotel room. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, that's what we did back in the day. You know, you know, you didn't you didn't go in through like the front door, try to sneak in. You, you just you just scale the balconies, try to find one that didn't have anybody in there. You know, uh, that that's the that's the way he did it. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know, if you go in there, you see like a luggage or something, you switch to another one. I mean, you 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 know, you know no, nothing nefarious. Just trying to get one over on the hotel, not to you know anybody in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, you 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 undersell yourself. Uh, you're, you're very good at it. And if it were a sport, I know we covered uh, silly sports and stuff like that. You you would have probably been uh, pretty highly ranked, probably in the top two or three hundred uh, scalers or whatever you would call it. But uh, I mean, I mean, nowadays it's just that rock climbing stuff, like that competitive, fast rock climbing things. But I mean, but you know, I, you know, just looking for a place to sleep. You know, that's, I mean, you know, sometimes you got, you know, you you in a town you don't know, don't got a lot of cash on you, don't want to sleep at the bus station. You know, you know, you just try to, you know, just find your open room. You know, you know, you know, that's what you do back in the day. You can't do that nowadays. Everybody, now everybody is all up in arms. They don't want you just randomly looking, peering through the windows and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it, it, it didn't used to be that way. We used to have a lot bit more fun. Everybody was more, uh, you know, you know, uh, friendly. If, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, everyone uh, was, uh, yeah, uh, very friendly to people that they liked, and the, the exact opposite to people that they didn't. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, make make sure we uh, do highlight that. That we look at oh, the yeah, history. Oh, yeah, back in the day. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it all depends on the neighborhood, too. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, well, yeah. everybody knows that. You know, yeah. Everybody knows that. You know. well, yeah, and if you were, uh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and also with this is the cave exploring Mr. Anthony North. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, look, I, I just actually found a new cave, something that uh, no one has ever seen before. Uh, it, it's uh, somewhere between uh, Taiwan and Sri Lanka, but uh, uh, I'm not going to give you the exact location, all right? I'm just going to give you two random points on the globe. I'm going to tell you there's a cave you've never seen. And inside of that cave, uh, somebody, I, I, you know, to me, they were they were probably, uh, it was prehistoric, uh, but they built these monuments. Uh, and I and I've got a few of them. I actually, I'm, I'm collecting them. I don't think it's illegal because I don't think anyone's ever seen them before, you know, other than the, uh, you know, the people who build them and uh, put them there. But other than that, you know, I, I like them. I'm going to hold on to them actually. So, uh, but in case anyone's wondering, you want to find them, uh, good luck. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, yeah, a guy who, uh, I guess you call it a cave hoarder, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me go do something cool, tell you about it, but uh, not tell you how you can uh, have access to it. Uh, you sound like a great man who's contributing greatly to society. Uh, thank you there, Anthony, for your humanitarian efforts. Uh, Look, any, anytime. I mean, if there's anything that I care deeply about, it's humanity. It's, uh, you know, and, and one thing for sure. Uh, it's humans need to spend more time underground. Uh, I think there's way too many of them walking around, uh, and, and there's uh, too many in the subway. Uh, so I would say find yourself a cave, build a new colony, uh, and get to know nature. I mean, there's plenty of, there's water, there's vegetation. There's very 
very little pollution. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah, not to mention honestly, bats are defecating in the, in the st- bats using it as a toilet. You're telling me that it's clean. Uh, and by the way, Ricardo is like already planning ahead now to find that cave that you are, so he goes claim it as his own, like like a sovereign citizen. Uh, the, the, what, what do you call those? Uh, the, 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 uh, squ- I mean, squatter. Everybody needs the, you know, uh, you, you, you exotic, you know, getaway. You know, a, you know, a nice cave between somewhere near Sri Lanka, whatnot. You know, I mean, it sounds like good fun. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to take it over. I'm just going to stay there for a while, you know, and have some fun, invite some people over, you know, I mean, you know, make some banana brandy. You know, stuff like that. Ooh, that, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, do you, you make it in your bathtub like you did last time, and I'm going to taste exactly. some of that z- zest, zestfully clean in it. But, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, so speaking of zest, uh, a person that had a real zestful life, uh, this is an in memoriam or in, in honorum or in, in orium, whatever they say in the Italian, the dead language. Uh, da, 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 not that the Italian, they still speak Italian. They just don't speak the other language. Uh, the, 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 uh, whatever, uh, grand, grand Italian, the grand, uh, Latin, that's what I mean. Uh, anyway, uh, the, the guy, uh, the guy is, uh, the man, the, the myth, the legend, uh, the, not the myth, he was a real guy. Uh, Jim Brown is who we had to, uh, talk about, uh, led a very full life, uh, and yeah, had a great hat collection, always had a cool hat on. Uh, just, uh, you know, I don't know what you call those kind of hats outside of just, it's a cool hat. Um, they're just yo. All I want to say is that yo. Most people talk about uh, 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 you know, everybody can have a Hall of Fame career. Yo, know, I mean, every you know, lots of people have Hall of Fame careers. I mean, you play a bunch of good years and then you have a couple of uh, crappy years at the end. You know, that's still a Hall of Fame career. But this man had a Pro Bowl career. Literally, every year he played, he went to the Pro Bowl. All nine years, he went to the Pro Bowl. Now, you, now, now there's, uh, there's not really anybody else that can really say that. You know, I mean, unless they you only play like a year and then they got hurt and they never came back. Barry Sanders. You know, Barry Sanders. You know, there's not many people that, I mean, it, it takes the top running backs of all time. Franco you Harris. Yo, know, uh, you know, like I said, top running backs of all time. Reggie you know, Bush. Once again. Top running backs of all time. You keep you keep saying these names. I'm going with top running back. I mean, I wouldn't say Reggie Bush as much. I mean, you know, he's good. He was good. I mean, come on, Reggie Bush yeah. uh, in USC was a phenomenon. I mean, it, you saw the run. Uh, the, the guy goes from the left side of the field to the right side of the field, cuts everyone off, uh, and then beats him in a foot race to the end zone. Uh, look, number five was was awesome. Give that man his Heisman back. He deserves it. There's nothing wrong with paying put, you know, football players. I mean, come on, everybody does it now. You you know, if you're not paying football players, you're not even a football team. So uh, I would say, uh, you know, Reggie Bush, yeah, he's up there. But Jim Brown was a was a, was a, well, like Reggie Bush was a nice kid. Jim Brown was a grown ass man from the time he was about 15 years old, uh, running through Syracuse, uh, running over Syracuse, and then into Cleveland. Uh, and, and nobody was going to stand in his way. So I, I put Jim Brown. I mean, I know Tommy's got his favorites, but I put Jim Brown in a class of his own. Nobody, nobody ran uh, with the power, the strength, the speed, uh, the skill, and the agility uh, like Jim Brown did. And then there's no question about it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yo, he, yo, he, he has another, you know, accomplishment. Like we've talked about Jim Brown before. You know, rest in peace. Yo, uh, you know, I mean, uh, me, me, and 
me and Tom, we used to run into him all the time back in the day. You know, we kind of traveled in the same circles. You know, we, uh, I say what the, 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 the kids nowadays call them frenemies. You know, I mean, we always, you know, you know, we here, there doing a little bit of the same things, hanging out with a little bit of the same peoples, you know, and, and, and every once in a while there might be an altercation. I mean, I mean, you know, we, you know, we tried to keep it civil, but sometimes there's an altercation. You know, I mean, but that, but that's the way that was. But I mean, but I, but we're here to talk Don't about. Don't wait, hang on, Ricardo. You saying uh, that you got into a fight with Jim Brown? I mean, I wouldn't say a fight. I mean, more of a, you know, uh, you know, maybe a screaming match. You know, maybe a, you know, we we our, our voices were elevated. Uh, the man just died at eighty five years old. How old were you? Four years old? Like what were you fighting a man in his seventy? Like what? I, the hey, bad, the timetable is not all really all working you know, out. I mean, you, you, all I'm saying, you know, we, we, uh, you know, at, at, you know, I was younger then, much younger, maybe a little bit dumber. You know, I mean, or well, well, probably definitely dumber. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, especially anybody that wants to try to do anything and have any uh, altercations or whatnot with old Jim Brown, you know. But but I'm just saying, uh, it, some of us was later on in life, some of us early in life. You know, it's just you know all around. You know, just were you saying, fighting you know, an elderly Jim Brown? That, I mean, I, that's what I just. I, I don't understand. I mean, even elderly Jim Brown isn't opposing Jim Brown. The man was a rock throughout his entire life. Nobody I, I, would I'm mess with saying, that. I, I, I didn't fight him. I'm just saying we got elevated words. You know, it was a loud argument, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's it just things like that happen. You know, I mean, you know, you know, just just like just like you and Lou Ferrigno. All those times you had those troubles with him. That, I mean, not just because he couldn't hear what I was saying. And, I, you know, sometimes, you know, my, my lips oh, don't that's move. That's a low blow, Tommy. No, that's but I'm just saying blow. the lips, my lips don't move where he can read them because I just, I got sloppy lips. And so that, he thought he was. That's a low blow. No, I'm, no, I'm just saying I'm, I'm insulting myself because uh, my lips look like they're saying something else because I'm still sometimes snacking on a sandwich, gets in my beard. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, you ever see a squirrel is always moving his mouth. Uh, and you're like, what is he doing? And that's, uh, sometimes that's me. So if I'm around people that are partially deaf, uh, sometimes altercations happen and I have to try to settle it down. I'm not a scrapper. I don't pretend to be getting fights with like, uh, you know, Franco Harris when he was around. Uh, uh, you know, he just looked at me funny and I said, what are you looking at? And then somebody said, that's Franco Harris. And I peed myself and quickly scurried out the door. Anyway, but that, I, I admit uh, to, to kind of, you know, you, you just got to, you know, you you can't. Go around, you know, uh, you know. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Keep going. I mean, wait, to interrupt you. I just want to celebrate yeah. this man. We're not here to talk about you know things. You know what I mean? Because you know he he was you know he's still the only person to average a hundred yards a game over you know yeah and and, and that's ridiculous if you really think about that. That is just a, a stat that makes no sense. You know, uh, it was uh, who comes closest? Was it uh, was it was it Barry Sanders was the only person that came that came close ninety nine point eight. And we all we did an episode about how you know uh, ridiculous Barry Sanders was. Uh, well, so I say he was yeah. good, not ridiculous or great. I mean, ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. His his, not, his yeah. greatness was just ridiculous. I mean, you know, why why are you trying need, to turn words around, Tommy? I mean, I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to 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 celebrate Jim Brown. Yeah, you by try, talking about how turn, another player turn was turn not good. My words around. Yeah, but Anthony, well, we got Anthony. Yeah, we got no, Anthony's no, been no, quiet. You know, let, let's get Anthony back. Yeah, let's get maybe maybe you won't try to 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 down Anthony by trying you know and all that stuff. Yeah, Anthony, take this thing over. I don't know what's wrong, Tommy. 
Yeah, yeah, Tommy's just having a bad day. I mean, it, it, he's like a guy who just got trampled by Jim Brown. So, uh, like, uh, and it bothers him. Barry Sanders, okay, yeah, number one most polite running back in NFL history. I give you that. Barry Sanders would do anything to avoid contact. He would run left. He would run right. He would spin. He would leap. He would jump. He would do absolutely anything to avoid having to hit somebody. Jim Brown, on the other hand, would just put his uh, foot down on the ground, uh, give you a dead leg, and then power a shoulder right through your face mask uh and then afterwards probably give you a few quotes from uh you know malcolm x uh so that's how jim brown rolled uh that's the man uh jim brown uh, wasn't here to make friends jim brown was here to make a statement uh the man grew up in the 50s he saw what was going on in america and he had something to say about it uh barry sanders however grew up uh you know enjoying himself as a college athlete in oklahoma in the 80s uh these weren't so bad uh, so I, I don't even compare the two, but I do like both of them. Uh, but Tommy, you're off base. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't understand exactly your, you know, why you love so many running backs other than Jim Brown. No, and to be clear, he grew up in the 40s. So somebody clearly doesn't understand. Oh, I'm sorry. The 40s and 50s, vastly different eras in American history. Well, he was playing in the 50s. And yeah, and for people that were not of pale skin, it was a more difficult time in case you haven't read. So uh, yeah, it was a very different time. So you're thinking of the 60s, Tommy. Uh, Look, you got to go back. uh, You got to realize like the 40s, uh, yes, he was growing up. But the 50s, you're still growing up. When you're 21, you're years old 22 years old you're still growing up tommy yeah, I, I beg to differ that because he's playing in the pros then that's a grown man and uh yeah and that's what he was i mean he was a grown man by the time he was 13 that dude was a horse but uh, yeah and i'm not disparaging him you're making it sound like no you guys are disparaging all the other players to make him look good i'm like no build the other players up because this guy was that much better just because he was that good and uh the fact of the matter is uh, the, the unfortunate side of this is that it, the nfl was not paying the contracts that they pay now even if you do with the adjustment uh, scoocharoo thing uh, and you use a, a T-square to figure out like what it is in dog money, you know, like people money and dog money is different. Like uh, there's a scale of what players made back then that you can equate to now, and it just doesn't equate. They, I mean, they were getting paid like um, the same amount like a, a professional tree climber would make back then when they were trying to get that to be a sport. Uh, yeah, there's a lumberjack that forgot his axe. Okay, we're going to pretend like he's co- uh, competing in a sport. That way he doesn't get fired from his job. Anyway, uh, this is a discussion for another day. Uh, but uh, I want to say this. He he wasn't making the money, and so he got bit by the acting bug. He said, I, you know, you, this is uh, challenging my mind. Uh, football's great. I love it. But uh, he got to the point where everybody was so bad around him, like or he was so much better than them, that it was got bo- football got boring for him. That's how good he was. So I just want to address the acting side. I mean, this guy was, 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 I mean, uh, for quite a lot, he was in Ice Station Zebra. Uh, I mean, one of the greatest Hollywood films of all time. Uh, everybody knows that one, The Submarine. He's with Ernest Bornine and, uh, Rock Hudson. Uh, and uh, they're trying to beat the Russians and, uh, to, to, uh, the ice station on the North Pole. And they realize that Santa Claus isn't there and they have to explain it to the kids. Hey, you're going to watch a movie about the North Pole and no Santa. Way to go there, Hollywood. Uh, crushing children's Yo. dreams with uh, Jim Yo. Brown there uh, driving the submarine. Personally, personally, I yell that. Yo, I station zero. Station zebra. Excellent. Uh, 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 it's beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah. I want to talk about One Hundred Rifles. Oh, that's a good one. With him and Raquel Welch. Oh, yeah. what a looker! I, I'm talking about that was a looker back then. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, and they, you know, uh, they and they had like 
was like one of the first interracial uh 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 love scenes on on film yo just just breaking barriers that's what he did he broke barriers he broke barriers on the football field he broke barriers in the acting you know he he, yo he was one of the first african-american like action stars like that like that's what it was you know and 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 it just translated all the way around every way you look he was just out there, yo, being an activist, yo, 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 being a, yo, a, a, a actor, yo, it's just beautiful all the way around. Yeah, that that movie, he had top billing on. Uh, you know, exactly. Burt Reynolds was in that movie, and exactly. uh, and usually uh, when Burt Reynolds is in a movie, he gets top billing, and then his chest hair gets second billing. So uh, Jim Brown beat out uh, uh, Burt Reynolds' chest hair and Burt Reynolds. Uh, but I mean, who had better chest there? Was it uh, Burt Reynolds or was it uh, you know Jim Brown? I mean, I, I would I would personally say yeah, Burt Reynolds had better chest there. But I'm just saying, it, you know, you never know. You know Burt Reynolds was the Jim Brown of chest hair. Exactly, he broke barriers. He broke through the chest hair. Broke through every shirt. Uh, Burt Reynolds wore. It, 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 it was a crazy thing. I mean, you, I, I think it was permed. That's all I'm saying. It, naturally, but no, it, that's, that was all natural. He didn't put product in it. Uh, I think it was very clear about that. But uh, Anthony, you got a you got a favorite uh, Jim Brown movie? Nah, all of them. Uh, look, uh, every one of them. Uh, no doubt about it. Jim Brown added something no one else could add to a movie. And I think the gravitas of this man, uh, unmistakable, uh, just just pure masculinity uh, and and uh, at a sultry voice. Uh, the man had it all. I mean, no question about it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't argue that all of Jim Brown's movies uh, were the best. Uh, the, you know, even, uh, you know, he had a few episodes on chips. Uh, I mean, the, he best, was on best episodes of chips I ever saw, Tommy. Yeah. The, yeah. That, that 18, the guy just, he was in like a, I mean, he was in so much stuff. I mean, even like later, remember he was in Draft Day? Uh, it's not, not that old of a movie. That's the one where the, the, the guy with uh, the Montana ranch, uh, uh chasing oh, Kevin Costner. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. The, the, the guy that swims with fish. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it, it was any given Sunday. I think that was a good one. He got to wear his cool hat in that one. I mean, yo, his acting career, yo. I mean, his acting career is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But I mean, still pales in comparison to his football career. I mean, yo, and 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 my and 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 for me, I say both of them pale, pale in comparison to you know the stuff he tried to do to to the squash gang violence, try to give the youth. Uh, some inspiration, you know. You know, he 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 put tr- he uh instituted truce uh between the gangs and whatnot. You know, like ceasefires and whatnot. You know, I mean, and you know, all the way around. Jim Wait, Brown. Did you say? Uh, he, did you say he taught squash to gang members? No, he had squashed the beef. No, squash the beef between them. Yo, yeah, yo, he squashed, the, squashed the beef just like he did in uh, in Playgirl. Uh, you know, the 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 beef was uh, was was uh, purely squashed. Everyone enjoyed it. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, I mean, you know, the, it, it's worth a, yeah, it's a family words. friendly show. Yeah, the, the kids don't Google what that means. Uh, but uh, I just, yeah, I want to say also you got to address the fact that he was uh, breaking records on the, the lacrosse uh, meadows. What do you call it? They don't call it a field. Whatever they call it, a pitch. Uh, a, a pound of whatever uh, uh god is it sports can we just, yeah, just call I mean, it all it, field it, the, the lacrosse playing area we'll just call that you know they, they they have the official like lacrosse used to have the official jim brown rule because he was so dominant they had to make a rule to slow him down 
That, that that that's crazy because you know they you have to keep your, your your little bat thing or whatever constantly moving because of because of Jim Brown. I mean they don't do it anymore. You know they just did to slow him down. And he's one of the uh he's in the college you know football Hall of Fame and he's in the college lacrosse Hall of Fame. Which yeah, I mean you, I, I don't think really anybody else has done. I mean I, I, I mean I haven't done any research. I'm not going to do any research on that. But I mean you only, I mean who, who else would uh, who else do you think as he plays lacrosse? I mean yeah I yeah mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah yeah the yeah. Dak Tecca or whatever the guy the the the, the pigeon ball guy is. But the, I I know, but I think that uh, you you got to look at lacrosse's history. I mean that was a Native American First Nations. Uh, sport, right? That was, well, I mean, that's the, the men of the men of, of that, that era. If, if Jim Brown could, like, could have gotten into a time machine and was around the early days of like lacrosse, where like these natives were like, you know, they're, they're having to share the, uh, the playing field with Buffalo. Uh, the, the bisons are running around. Imagine Jim Brown and like, and a bison, like a bison seeing Jim Brown playing lacrosse and deciding to like stop. Like, you know, like, I just, I think he could have easily taken on a bison with or without the lacrosse uh, stick. Yo, all I'm saying is I think Jim Brown, the number one running back of all time, number one lacrosse player of all time, number one actor. I wouldn't say number one actor of all time, but, you know. He's up I, there. He's up there. He's up there. But I do believe Jim Brown can take a bison. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking and tuning in the time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me, as always, Tommy Crenshaw, Anthony North, TTFN.